Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Coming live and direct. This is a uh, mashup of sorts. My name is the Gringo Man Dingo. Better known as Michael Rappaport. I'm on the phone with uh, 2015-2016 podcast co-host of the year, Mr. G. Moody. Yes. Last name rhymes with duty. Um, I'm going to keep it real with you people. I'm in the Vroom Tomb. I'm in the Vroom Tomb. And G. Moody is in the Boogie Down Bronx Galoom Tomb. Yeah. Hence, it's a little bit of a mashup. Um, So this is what's going to happen on this episode. Um... Uh, me and Moody are going to do what we do best, which is uh, bust holes. <laughs> uh, 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 the only non-fact-checking podcast in the world. We started the trend. Now everybody wants to follow suit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do what we do. And then I'm going to get into the fantasy football follies. I'm giving away the fantasy football follies first ever awards. I'm benching people. And I'm going to tell you how to break the bank on DraftKings, okay? If you want to win on DraftKings, you will listen to some of my suggestions, okay? And as always, if you want to dance with the dingo, we've talked about the fact that I got bumped from the Stern Show. Yes, we talked about the fact that I got bumped from my Allison Chains Charity League. I'm competing for third and fourth place, respectively, in both leagues, okay? We talked about the fact that even though... I lost. 
I'm still a fucking winner. Okay? Yeah. Because only real true shit talkers do their best business when they're on their hands and knees with dirt kicked in their face. The shit talking never, ever, ever stops. And I, I will say this, Mr. Moody. Yeah. You know, the, the, the biggest thing that I, that I am disappointed about the, uh, the loss in the uh, Stern Show Fantasy Football League is that the championship game is on Christmas. These cocksuckers ruined my Christmas slash Hanukkah. Mm. What, what better way would have I been able to celebrate Christmas than to wake up, you know, kiss my lady under the mistletoe, drink a little hot cocoa, open some gifts... And then start fucking. But unfortunately, I lost. So I can't do that. Okay? Right. My hopes and dreams got stripped away. Okay? That's my problem. I'll deal with it. But that, that is something that, that does sting. The fact that the games came Christmas and Hanukkah, respectively. Nobody would have had more joy than kicking some ass to win some championship fantasy football matches than me, the Gringo Man Dingo. But like I said, if you want to dance with the Dingo... You know where to find me, www.draftkings.com forward slash I am Rappaport. I got nothing but time on my hands, which means I got nothing but time to dance. <laughs> Mr. Moody, yes. let's get into this, sir. Let's do it. What's the deal, man? What's going where, where, down? Where do we start? Uh, uh, apparently, Tom Arnold has come out from underneath a, a, another rock. Because I, I like Tom Arnold. I think Tom Arnold is, is a good guy. But, you know, he made his career sort of, you know, getting the best of Roseanne. And then he, he, he made his own career. But he did, right. he did emerge, uh, uh, um, you know, from the whole Roseanne scandal in the, in the 80s and the 90s. I think it was the 80s. And now Tom Arnold is claiming personally to have tapes of Donald Trump from The Apprentice saying all kinds of shit. Saying the N-word, mm. saying the C-word about ladies, calling his own son retarded. He says he has these tapes, and he's had them all through the election. Yeah. And what I want to say to you, Tom Arnold, is why are you talking about that now, Duke? <laughs> Give Where the tapes. fucking tapes at? Where the tapes at, Duke? Run them tapes. Where the tapes at, Duke? You, you know how irresponsible... Don't yeah. talk about the tapes now. It's too late. Even if the tapes come out, he's still going to be the president. Where the tapes at, Duke? <laughs> Where are the tapes? And, and the tapes right now, none, none of this stuff would matter, man. This guy's like Teflon Don. They don't care what's on those tapes. Nobody cares about nothing, man. But if you really wanted to do something, you should have dropped the tapes in September and ended this thing. And now you're talking about tapes. Where the tapes at, Duke? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, now it doesn't even matter that you have the tapes. He won already. So what's yeah, the point? Yeah, he won. Even if you have tapes of him saying the N-word and yeah. calling his own son a retard and all the other shit that you, you're claiming that your tapes have, what good is it going to do? You, you ain't no hero because you say yeah. you have tapes. Where the yeah. tapes at, Duke? Yeah, yeah. And Run then, yeah. them tapes. Like, I, I don't understand what, what the point of, of coming out of it now, like, in hindsight. He's not getting impeached because of them tapes that you claim you have. I don't even know if you got them tapes, Duke. Where the yeah. fucking tapes at, man? Run them fucking tapes, man. <laughs> Run your tapes. If, if he was in Brownsville, G, <laughs> in the 80s, 
and people were going to rob him, what would they say to him? Run them tapes, Duke. Duke, where them fucking tapes at, man? <laughs> yo, they, then they would start digging into his pockets yeah. to get yeah. the tapes. I'd yeah. Tyson be like, yo, run them fucking tapes. Yeah, give them up. Speaking of Trump, you, 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 you're not slick. You're not fucking slick. You tried to offer my man Sylvester Stallone a place in your cabinet for some wacky cockamamie job. Yeah. You try to appeal to the American hearts. Yo, I'm going to get Rocky to have to be in my cabinet. Everybody loves Rocky. And thank God The Rock told you to fuck yourself. <laughs> thank God Stallone knew better than to be fooled by you. I'm sure these guys have done business. I'm sure they know each other. You think you're going to get Rocky in there to try to win the hearts of the people? No. Right. You're not getting Paulie, you're not getting Adrian, and you ain't getting a rock. You're not getting Creed. Stallone's not fucking with you. Nobody's performing at your inauguration. <laughs> They're begging and, and, and trying to offer all kind of shit to people. To perf- I'm glad nobody's performing at your shit. Your inauguration is going to be whack, Duke, and you're not getting Rocky. Rocky! 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 Rocky. You're not getting Clever Lang, Mr. T. Yeah. Thunderlips, nobody's fucking with you, Drago. Try to get Rocky to try to like, oh well, if Stallone's with me, it'll make things okay. Nah, keep hiring those cornballs you're hiring, Ben Carson, and that fucking alt right, no lip, varicose vein having Steve Bannon. You're not getting Stallone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be a part of that shit show. I'm so proud of the Rock. Yes, yes. About my prime, Mick. He said that to Donald. What about my prime, Don? At least you had a prime. What else is popping, Moody? Yo, you hear that Matt Barnes? NBA player Matt Barnes finally is getting a divorce. Good. He was but- married for, for, for a year and, like, I think a year and 18 months or something like that. He's going to be paying alimony out the ass and child support out the ass, which I'm sure he seems like a very dedicated father. I've met Matt Barnes. He's uh, what you would call Captain Lightskin. You don't want any problems with Matt Barnes. <laughs> he, he already proved that he's about that life. He drove 90 miles to step to Derek Fisher. But you see what's fucked up, though. See, Derek Fisher is not marrying you. See, Matt Barnes has got to pay the child support and the alimony. Some no-good judge. Yeah. Well, she's running around with ex-teammates and ex-coaches and all that. Mm-hmm. So I'm Let glad it- his divorce is final. But this is why Johnny Taylor... Made the great song, It's Cheaper to Keep Her. Yeah. Incidents yeah. like that. See, now I'm not saying you should stay with her, but I can see why a piece of art, like It's Cheaper to Keep Her. It's, it's cheaper. cheaper to Keep Her. <laughs> Yo, that's gonna, he's going to be paying that money for so long, and it's going to be so extraneous. Because yeah. you don't pay the child support to the kid. The mom could do whatever she wants with the money. This is, this is true. And um, I want to uh, you. I want to go back what you said with this uh, this whole Trump thing. Just want to touch on this, yo. They starting to n- kind of normalize all this hatred shit, man. So I kind of suspect there's going to be some sitcoms and shit coming coming up with that same tone, man. You know how so? How so? Like because they have this look inside of the uh, the KKK. Members, family now coming oh, out. Oh, yeah, A and A, A and E. A and E has that show. Yo, we we, we boycotting that show. Right, so A and E. We 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 don't want you to humanize the KKK or like, oh, there's certain members of the family. In January there's a show on A and E 
about lives and families of KKK members. Right. You're paying these people? They're trying to rebrand, and, and I'm saying the tone, now they're they going to have some, might as well have a show called Keeping Up With The KKK. What the fuck, Yes, man? yes. Fuck right? the Kardashians. We're keeping up with the KKK. One of the, and one of the members, like Caitlyn, but he decides he wants to be black. Right. I am Kayshawn. Yes. Yeah, no, we, we, we're not with all that. that, 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 that that's what's going to happen. That A&E show, you, I don't know if you saw the trailer. It's crazy to see. And then, like, they try to sympathize and in compassion. Like, one of the, like they, they show this young girl... Uh, and she's like saying how she doesn't believe it and all that shit. And yeah, then take her out of it. Right. Pay her the money. You know, get her out of it. Because you're going to see some vicious, vile stuff on there. They're going to try to humanize the KKK that's on A and E. Yeah, that's what's happening. That's what's going to be in late night television. Late night with David Duke. You're going to have yes. all, you're going to have all kind of shit. The fucking national anthem is going to be the fucking all in the family fucking TV sitcom theme. They're going to change everything. Yeah. No, nah, you can't norm. Don't become accustomed to this stuff, folks. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't 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 become desensitized. Don't let it wear you down. Never get worn down by by the normalization of this, the rebranding, the gentrification of the racist fucks. Yeah. All right, this is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live from the Vroom Tomb. I'm driving safe. I am podcasting and driving with two hands on the wheel. Very, very safe. You gotta, you, 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 you can't, uh, you can't text and drive, but you certainly can podcast and drive. But if you do it, folks, do it safely. Yeah. Um, what else is popping, Mr. Moody? The Patriot Way. Oh has, yes. Has resurfaced, and it has been discovered that the old dog of tight ends, the Anthony Hopkins of receivers, executed two guys in a nightclub because they bumped into him at a Boston nightclub. Aaron. The Patriot Way Hernandez. Man, this guy, in the Patriots, they knew about him. Yes. They knew he was a wild card, but they didn't care. Yep. Long as and he they, they still hired him. He was, and, and now he, he was convicted. He, he, it's saying that he well, he's already convicted of one murder, and now they're going to put him on another murder. He was the gunman in, in another murder. He's a, he's a, he's a uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, um, uh, savage. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that wasn't the word I'm looking for. Yeah, and the Patriots are something else, man. Michael Floyd, formerly of the Arizona Cardinals, who last week was so drunk in Arizona, he was like three times the, 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 the blood level alcohol uh, in Arizona. Right. The, the blood level alcohol amount in Arizona, which has got to be higher than the normal. Because, you know, Arizona is where shit gets popping. Yeah. That's the wild, wild west out there. He was asleep at the wheel, drunk off his tail. During the middle of a game week, like this was a, just this is the off season. There's a game like three days again. Then they cut him, the Cardinals cut him, and who decides to pick him up late in the season just to fill a wide receiver slot? But the New England Patriots. Yeah, you guys yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. You'll win at any cost. You'll pick up anybody as long as it helps you win. You know this guy has a problem. He was asleep at the wheel. Word. Dang. Slurring, looking crazy. All the TMZ video, they have him in there. He looked terrible. I hope this guy gets some help. And and while he, they found him, he was wearing a Notre Dame college football hat. The same college he went to 
where he also got a DUI. I'm not blaming him. He needs help. Yeah. But the Patriots, you don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get him to play right now. Yeah, well, right now. Like, yeah. you know, they want to sober him up and get him out there right now. Like, yo, we could get if we could get one good touchdown from him, it's <laughs> worth all the headaches. We'll we'll cut him at the end of the season when he's in dire needs and dire straits. Just sober him up right now. We just want to have him ready for the first week of the playoffs. We got a good matchup for a slot a slot receiver. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. What else you got, Mr. Moody? Um former Atlanta Falcon, Dirty Bird, Jamal Anderson. Oh, yeah, the Dirty Bird. He pulled out his loaf in a convenience store. Uh, I don't know I don't know what's wrong with this guy, but uh, hopefully he got arrested for that because there's kids in the store. And uh, This seems to be a theme yeah. because last week at a Chargers-Oakland Raiders game, this is a true story. It's caught on video. Some people are trying to say this video is not real. It's real, folks. Yes. During broad daylight, during a Chargers- Oakland Raiders game at Qualcomm, the same arena that I said is a shitbox. Just a few weeks ago, one of the security guards who looks like you should have a security guard from him. The guy looks like a little degenerate meth addict. He's on the field. And while he's on the field, you could look it up if you haven't seen it. I've already ILO'd this guy. I tried to give him my best ILO possible. Yeah. While he was on the field doing security while the Chargers cheerleaders were cheering away. This guy was about 10 to 15 feet. This guy is seen on the field with his hands down his pants, juggling his balls, choking his chicken, (laughs) spanking the monkey. If you don't believe it, folks, if you haven't seen this video, look it up. Look up Chargers security guard. This is a 2016 Sick fuck of the year candidate. Okay, I know we gave the award in New York. Matter of fact, we just have to overlap him. This guy is definitely the front runner for 2017 sick fuck of the year. Although this happened in 2016, our calendar year was December 10th. Yes. During broad daylight. And he's right in front of the Chargers girls doing this. And somebody's filming it. Why didn't they throw their phone at this fucking creep? Damn. That is crazy, yo. Yo, he's a wild cowboy. Yo, if, if you've never listened to the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, and I know there are few, few people out there, if you've never listened to the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, the sick fuck of the week is an award that is earned, not given. There's no way, there's no way for this week that that could be beat. Do you have anything that could top this sick fuck of the week? I mean, we did an episode a few days ago, and we had right. some real nut jobs in there. <laughs> But my man was choking the chicken. In front of 50,000. Spanking the monkey. Damn. In broad daylight, right there on the field by the end zone while the cheerleaders were dancing around. I mean, this guy's nuts. This guy's sick, man. He he needs help. And and they should, the, the, the uh, well, what's the award for the, the not the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, the what? guy who filmed it should get some sort of award. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yo. I don't know what to what to say about that, man. Do you have any other candidates that could compete with this guy? Nah, I don't have nothing. No sick. Nah, I got no sick fucks that could compete with that. Yo, speaking of speaking of uh, uh, of candidates, <laughs> this is just a terrible segue. Yo, anybody that rates and reviews us on iTunes, okay? 
If you give us the most creative, heart-wrenching ratings on iTunes, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast Brain Trust is going to reward you with the soft-ass t-shirt of your choice, okay? We need ratings and reviews on iTunes. These fucks, they don't want to give us the credit that we so, so, so much deserve. Okay, so if you rate us and review us on iTunes, and then you have to get in contact, okay, with the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast on social media so we could find you. Because don't just rate, review us, and then be like, you didn't send me a t-shirt. The most creative ones, we're going to send soft-ass I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirts, and the t-shirts are just so buttery. Okay, so rate, review on iTunes, the creative, heartfelt ones, send us your review, and we're going to pick and choose a few of you. And you win Buttersoft Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirts. Um, yes. <clears throat> what else yep. is popping, Mr. Moody? I got a no good, a no good judge. Oh, wow. We haven't had any no good judges in a while. This heartless barbarian. I got to say this. Judge John McKeon of Valley County, Montana. Yes. G- gives a savage a 60-day sentence for repeatedly raping his daughter. The state recommended 100 years. Shit. 60 days. Damn. This is what we're talking about, man. And there has to be some oversight to get this. This is incompetence, man. This is this is a slap in the face. This isn't... Wait, 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 wait. This guy was raping his daughter? Repeatedly raping his daughter. And he got sent... The, the state recommended, I think, fifty to one hundred years, and the guy gave him he gave him some fucking shtick, and the whole you know he got letters written, and he was like he was good in the community. Yo, all that shit is nullified. You doing you do you raping your daughter? Who gives a fuck about some letters some motherfuckers wrote on your behalf? Yeah, who cares that you 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 yeah. you're planting flowers in the community? I don't give a fuck about your flowers, dude. Fucking <laughs> sick animal. Sixty days. So the judge. Should be uh, uh, overthrown and his ass whooped too. Damn. All right, yo. We talk. I, I, you know, I hate to point fingers or 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 or, or, or bust girls' balls. You know, I, I never want to come off like we're bullying because we we go after anybody, and I really prefer to break balls of guys. We've talked about Lena Dunham so much, and yeah. I have no real problem with Lena Dunham. But she did it again, this chick. There's something wrong with Lena Dunham. She she needs psychological evaluation. Like, she's she's bugged out. <laughs> she spoke at a Planned Parenthood fundraiser, okay? And she spoke on, on her podcast, you know, in support of Planned Parenthood and in support. Her intentions are always good. In support of women, uh, women's rights to, you know, uh, to, to, to do what they want with their babies, you know, as they should, you, you know, for, for basically supporting abortion, as, as I do. Women have the right to do whatever they want with their bodies. And in her speech, she said, you know, you know, these women are brave and this and that and la, la, la. And she said, I've never had an abortion but I wish I had. Oh. She's trying to relate to the people. So that's what she said. I never had an abortion. But I wish I had. This is what guess, you call damn. white guilt at its worst, most confused, most desperate. 
This is a lady. This girl's nuts, man. What? But why is she so guilty? Guilty of what? Like you're just uh, guilty of probably feeling privileged and you know you you know you want to like it's like you want to relate to people's struggle, you know. So she's like, I, I you know that that was like her way. And then she 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 said, you know, like the, the next day because Twitter and, and you know and social media and the news they killed her. Women's groups killed her. You know, we're doing it now. Everybody was just like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this this, yeah. this lady? And then she comes out and she apologizes. She says, just I was making a joke. Damn, what the f- a joke. Yo, how is this allowed? Like you're making a joke and then oh, I wasn't being sensitive. You you you're that desperate to 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 understand what the oppressed, what the lesser than have have gone through that you 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 want to this is what you say. I haven't had an abortion, but I wish I had. You 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 want to identify with that? This is a racist fuck, man. Yeah, this is a <laughs> Uh, you and she she just re- recently she it's like she just recently like stepping into the room she she's all this like you know this this soapbox about women this and rights and human rights and all this, and you're just you're just learning that it was fucking ridiculous that your show that took place in Brooklyn called Girls had no black people in it she apologized about that and then you're just realizing realizing that saying some crazy shit like uh. I wish I, I never had an abortion, but I wish I had. Damn. And then, like, you don't know that that doesn't make any sense, and, and, and how offensive that is. You just, this this why, lady's nuts, man. Why, why, why don't she just stay in her world? Stay in your. Because she's anointed herself, and 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 like you know, some of the like her fans have anointed her as like the voice of her generation. You're not the voice of your you you you're the you're the you're you're not what the people want to be represented yeah. by. Saying stuff like that, you yearning to kill kill a baby, and that that makes you. Um, connect? Oh, I cause I cause I what the fuck you talk about? Dismiss, yeah, you sound crazy, man. Dismiss this chick, man. Yeah, she's nuts, man. She yeah. she, she did a, a good show and, and 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 that's it. She's done some wild shit, man. I again I have no, I hate going after going after because I don't want to come off like we're like, you know, bullies or some shit like that, but we go after everybody and she just she just keep it's not like I have a personal thing against yeah, you. Yeah, you can't just say keep, shit like that. You can't say you shit like that. You fucking nuts, man. Yeah. You gotta get dissed for for that. Yeah, you're getting dissed. <laughs> Yo, my man Stan Van Gundy, I like him a lot. The Pistons are struggling again. And then after one of their losses, the team said they got together for a team meeting. To help motivate them and get it together, just the, just the players' meeting. Stan Van Gundy, not Bizarro Stan Van Gundy, who's always on the search for Vicodin and nice Russian whores. <laughs> he said, "Fuck you, fuck your team meetings. I'm not with all the team meetings. The talk is cheap. I like Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, yeah. You guys like, oh, we had a team meeting. The guys got together. They had a team meeting, and uh, they said, you know what?" We're not going to go to shoot around. We're going to go to a whorehouse on 8 Mile and try to fuck our way out of this slump. No, <laughs> no. You're not doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's a and new the guys said together, you know, we're going to drink we're going to drink some moonshine. We're going to have an orgy. And together we're going to unify to try to win this game against Indiana. Coach Van Gundy's like, "Fuck that bullshit." Mhm. I like Stan Van Gundy. He's yeah. he's good. He keeps it funky. Yeah. Yeah, the new the new shit's trying to come in. Guys taking breaks and shit, man. Everything. Everything is changing. Why? Yeah. If you could hear the rain jobs, it's starting to, to rain while I'm podcasting. Two hands on the wheel, still safe. 
safe and sound. It's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're always breaking barriers. Um, What else you got for me, Mr. Moody? Because I'm so hyped to get into this Fantasy Football Follies Week 16 edition. What else you got for me? I think that's it for me, man. You you could get into that to your fantasy football. I think I'm, I'm out, bro. All right, because, uh, you, you know, I'm taking a lot of flack. A lot of people trying to pop shit just because I lost. So, so, so I, you know, it, it don't stop. The dancing don't stop. Let's take a little break here. I want to hear some funk from a man, Miles. Uh, what, what, what do you want to hear to sign you off with, Moody? Um, give me something I made. Give me that cheese grits. Ooh, that nice cheese grits. And yes. we'll be right back with the Fantasy Football Follies Week 16 edition. I'm giving out the Fantasy Football Awards. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. The Gringo Mandingo. G Monetti. G Moody. Last name rhymes with duty. Signing off. I'll be right back. Peace. All right. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattress. Casper is an award-winning sleep company. The best mattress in the world at a shockingly fair price. You get a king-size Casper mattress for just 950 bucks. They have sheets. They have pillows. They even have doggy beds. Go to www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Save $50 towards any mattress purchased now at casper.com. If you do not like it after sleeping on it, living on it for 100 nights, they will refund you everything for free. Okay, go to Casper.com. Now, I sleep on a Casper mattress, and I sleep like a sweet baby gringo mandingo. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. That was G Monetti, G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. Now we're getting into the fantasy football follies. It's time for the end of the year fantasy football folly awards. <sighs> it saddens me. Season's coming to an end. People, don't worry. We're going to be dancing in the NBA. We're going to be doing all sorts of dancing. Dancing on DraftKings won't stop, can't stop. Um, we're going to give out these awards. Then I'm going to bench a lot of people. Then I'm going to tell you how to break the bank. Okay? And then we're going to go into a, a quick update for the Rapper Pack League, the most corrupt league in fantasy football, and so on, and so on, and so on. All right, here's the awards. Let's just jump into it. The player I'd most likely let date my sister award goes to Big Mike Evans. I, I, I it, it seems like just... Yesterday, I stole you in the third round of my Howard Stern Emotional Pussies Fantasy Football League draft. And how far have we come? You're the second leading scorer amongst wide receivers this year. And it's been a pleasure watching you carve up defenses for me, for your team, and every single other person who had the pleasure of having you on season-long fantasy football teams. I got to meet you. I felt like we bonded. I will go out of my way to draft you in the first round next year. Next year, you'll be a first-round pick. Whether I get you on my teams or not, you will always be a part of Rappaport's Delight, a.k.a. That Thing's Big, a.k.a. Make It Stop, Make It Stop. I love you. I appreciate you. I respect you. I wish you success, 
healthy, healthy fantasy football and NFL career. And and that's you you get the award for the player I most likely let my sister date. Um Next award, the Who the Fuck is That Guy Award. Chris Hogan, wide receiver of the New England Patriots. Yet another product of the system. Hogan raised eyebrows in week five, putting up 114 yards on four catches. Since then, he's been a double-digit point machine. Okay? Five out of the eight weeks, double digits. Don't tell me that because he was on hard knocks a few years ago at 7-Eleven, because he was always open that you drafted him on your team this year. You didn't. You fuck you. Okay? You might have picked him up on waivers, but you didn't draft him. Chris Hogan, congratulations on winning the Who the Fuck Is That Guy Award. The Rising to the Occasion Award goes to Le'Veon Bell. Week 14 in Buffalo. With the DraftKings Fantasy Football World Championship on the line, Le'Veon Bell had 236 yards rushing, four catches for 62 yards, and three touchdowns in Buffalo in the snow. Le'Veon, I didn't know how high you would take things, pun intended. It seems like so long ago that you were suspended for the first four games of this season for smoking that... That good, good. Okay? But you came back. You kicked ass. And you rose to the occasion. Okay? And you rose to the occasion on the biggest stage. You're like the fucking Matrix out there. It's a pleasure watching you. You're the first person I ever fell in love with in fantasy football. The first pick I ever drafted in fantasy football. Well, my son and his friend, Guru Gray, they actually drafted you for me. But now I'm on my own. The court has been cut. Although I do get a lot of advice from Guru Gray. But as you know, the Stern Show fucks. They forced my hand, and uh, they created a fantasy football monster. But Le'Veon Bell, you're a beast. The Fantasy Football Comeback Player of the Year award goes to DeMarco Murray. DeMarco returned to fantasy football relevance after a horrible 2015 season with the Eagles, where he only rushed for 700 yards. He's been resurrected by the Titans' run-first offense and already has 1,224 yards and nine touchdowns this year. Yo, there's no feelings in fantasy. This guy led the league in rushing a couple of years ago. So what? He had a shitty year in Philadelphia. The great guru, John Hansen, who I do the fantasy football show, you never know, I'm serious with. He says, we don't hold grudges in fantasy football. Okay? DeMarco Murray, fantasy football comeback player of the year. Fantasy rookie of the year who isn't a cowboy. Okay, because we all know Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. We know about you. But the rookie of the year, who isn't a cowboy, Tyree Kill, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yo, his first reception of his career was a touchdown in week one. Nine of 14 weeks, he has put up double-digit points. Since Jeremy Macklin got injured in week 10, Tyree Kill has put up double-digit points every week, including three 20-point outings, okay, and a 32.5-point game in week 12 in Denver. 32.5 Definitely, definitely the, the 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 rookie of the year who ain't no cowboy. He's going to be a problem for defenses for many, many years to come. Congratulations, 2016 Fantasy Football Follies MVP is. This was tough, but really a no-brainer. The 2016 Fantasy Football Follies MVP, it goes to, that's my drum roll, David Johnson. Running back for the Arizona Cardinals. I knew you were good, but nobody expected you to be this kind of fucking good. Okay, DJ, I, and, and I believe it or not, 
David Johnson is a triplet. There's two other people walking around that look, run, and smell like David Johnson. I didn't know that until the other day. David Johnson, the 2016 Fantasy Football Follies MVP, is one of three brothers that are triplets, okay? The second leading scorer in fantasy football this year amongst all players. That's right, only Aaron Rodgers outscored Johnson this year. He has six more points than him. The next four on the list are all quarterbacks. Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Andrew Luck, and Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? You put up 30-plus points in five of 14 games so far, 20 points in 10 of 14, and you never scored in single digits. I had the chance to draft you in my Allison Change charity league, and I went with fucking Todd Gurley. That'll never happen again. That, my friends, is domination and deserving of the Fantasy Football Follies MVP of 2016. David, send us your address. We got some soft-ass T-shirts coming your way. I know you want them. I know you'll wear them. I know you'll love them. Okay, now we got to get to uh, That'll Get You Benched. That'll Get You Benched is the segment that is sweeping the fantasy football world, okay? I'm going to just jump into it. That will get you benched. Needless to say, we already brought up the security guard in San Diego. That sick fuck. Not only are you the sick fuck of the week, but you got benched, okay? You got fired for being a sick fuck, and you're benched, okay? Richard Sherman called out by a member of the Seattle media for getting mad at the Seahawks offensive coordinator for throwing the ball at the one-yard line. Richard Sherman, you've been benched multiple times this year, and now you've taken things too far, okay? You claimed you you were going to take this man's credentials away and ruin his career. That'll get you benched, Richard. I know you apologize, but hold your head, man. You're a Stanford graduate. I really think you're a role model. I love that you talk shit, that you're outspoken. Okay, but I got to bench you. You ain't bigger than the game, my man. You're smart. You're articulate. You talk shit, but you're quickly becoming one of the villains of the league, and you're better than that. So I'm going to put you on the bench and let you cool out. Michael Bennett, one of the Bennett brothers, was flagged and fined for making three pelvic thrusts after a sack on Thursday night football against the Los Angeles Rams. Then Michael Bennett, at a press conference, with an ugly-ass Christmas sweater of him doing the thrust dance saying two pumps will get you a baby, three pumps will get you fine. That'll get you benched. Nobody's trying to hear about your fuck style being buckwild at the press conference. It's a Christmas sweater, Duke. Okay? You ain't at a strip club. Hold your head. Speaking of Thursday night football, did anyone else notice that Saturday night's game on NFL Network between the Dolphins and the Jets was called Thursday night football, but it was on Saturday night? Fuck you trying to do, Duke. Confuse me? That'll get you bench. All right, Michael Bennett? You got to sit down. Take that corny-ass sweater off. Pay the fine. And dust yourself off. Okay, these are honorable mention benchings in the NFL. Okay, Ben McAdoo, coach of my New York Giants. He got fined 50 Gs for using walkie-talkies on the sidelines. You played yourself and you got benched. Chicago Bears equipment manager. For letting Kadeem carry C on his helmet get knocked the fuck off. I don't know if anybody ever saw that. Okay, but Kadeem carry this week, he got hit so hard that the C came flying off his helmet. Okay, give the man some dignity. I don't know your name, but you're benched. Gus Bradley, who got fired after four losing seasons with the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Okay, your team went 14 and 48. I hate to see people get fired. I don't like to see anybody lose their job. But I'm sure you and your man Jeff Fisher are off on a boat somewhere, drinking, smoking, and doing the damn thing. Good luck. Hope you return to the NFL, but you got to cool off, get your mind right. Now you're benched. The NFL, you're getting benched for flagging Zeke Elliott for jumping in the Salvation Army jug after scoring a touchdown on Sunday night football. First he was fine, then they took away the fine, and then Zeke Elliott did the right thing by donating the $21,000 to Salvation Army. What's the jug doing out there if it's not to be jumped in? Okay? It's for the Salvation Army. It's Christmas. Hold your head, NFL, and you flagged the man? You played yourself. Jeremy Hill for trying to rip a terrible towel, okay, and failing. That'll get you benched. Brock Osweiler and your $37 million guaranteed contract. You actually got benched for Tom Savage. Okay, you actually got benched, and now I'm benching you again, Brock Osweiler. You're 6'7". You should have worked on your jump shot. <sighs> okay, now I need to give special shout-outs to the members of the Rappaport's Delight, a.k.a. Ah, that thing's big. A.k.a. Make it stop. I'm getting it from all angles, okay, from the Sturm Show worms. Okay, but these are my studs that I drafted who made the Pro Bowl, showing and proving once again that I truly won the draft. Aaron Rodgers, Pro Bowler. Julio Jones, Pro Bowler. Big Mike Evans. Amari Cooper, Delaney Walker, Von Miller, and Aqib Talib of the Denver defense. Steve Smith became number seven all-time receiving yards, passing Marvin Harrison. And Melvin Gordon should win comeback player of the year and most improved player. Up and down, I won the draft. Yes, I'm upset that I'm not playing for the championship on Christmas slash Hanukkah. But my team will live in infamy. Okay, that's just a fact. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Now we're going to break the bank, people, okay? I'm going to help you help yourself, okay? Help you help yourself. Here's my DraftKings value picks for week 16, Okay. You could listen to me or not listen to me. But if you challenge the dingo and you know you could dance with me and I got nothing but time on my hands this Christmas slash Hanukkah Sunday, okay, I'm going to be dancing. If you want to dance with me, you know where to find me. www.draftkings.com forward slash I am Rappaport. I do it for the honey, not for the money. But if you pop shit and you want to put up some money, I'll gladly take it. I'll gladly take it. Russell Wilson. Seahawks, 6300 bucks at home against the Cardinals. The Seahawks put up 28 points per game at home. The Cardinals' defense just got shredded by Drew Brees. Okay? I know it. That fucking worm, Will Murray, he had Drew Brees. That guy scored like 97 points. Okay? The defense is, is vulnerable. The Cardinals' defense is vulnerable. Russell will be looking to get that offense clicking as the playoffs approach. He's been inconsistent, okay? But at 6300 bucks, he's worth taking the risk for with the big reward. Matt Barkley, yeah. Not Charles, Matt Barkley of the Chicago Bears. 5K at home against the Redskins. Yes, I'll say it again. Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley is like the Walmart of quarterbacks. The price is cheap. You might see something you like. 
but trust me, it'll be broken and worthless in two weeks. However, it could work for you this week. Okay, the last four weeks, Washington defense has been bad. They've given up the fifth most fantasy points to opposing QBs. Those are my quarterbacks. Take it or leave it. Russell Wilson, Matt Barkley, running back, Frank Gore, Colts, Oakland. Need I say more? 4800 bucks. Frankie Baby has been Mr. Consistent this season, scoring double-digit fantasy points in 12 or 14 games. I love Oakland, but they're vulnerable against the run. He had 101 yards last week versus the tough Minnesota defense, and he should have a field day against a weak Oakland run defense. At 4800 bucks, put him in your lineup. Frank Gore, Frankie Baby. Jonathan Stewart, you killed me a lot this year. He seems to pick up the pace at this time of the year, every, every, every season. He doesn't do shit the first four weeks, and then he, he starts to do it. 5200 bucks against the Falcons. No secret here. The Falcons run D sucks. Okay, no disrespect. They've given up 16 rushing touchdowns this year, and I see Jay Stu finding the end zone at least twice this week. Twice. Ken Dixon, Ravens, 4200 bucks at Pittsburgh. I like this kid. He's a rookie. He runs hard, and he has earned the extra touches he has received the last few weeks. He has taken over his primary pass catching back and splits carries with Terrence West. 4200 bucks at Pittsburgh. Go for it. Wide receivers, okay? Listen to me closely. Wide receivers. A guy named Philip Dorsett, okay? He plays for the Colts. 3900 bucks. I'm slow pitching it in here, folks. Okay, if you're in a pinch, Dorsett is a bargain with big play potential. Monitor the progress of Dante Moncrief, who's been battling a hammy injury. If, Mon- if Moncrief is unable to go, Dorsett will play a pivotal role for Andrew Luck and the Colts. Oakland's office will put up points against a weak indie defense, so Luck should be throwing the ball plenty on Saturday. Again, that's my information. Do with it as you please. Richard Matthews, 4900 bucks in Jacksonville. Matthews has had a breakout year. He's grown into Marcus Mariota's favorite target. He's got 800 yards and seven touchdowns on the year, and he's going to be looking to get that 1,000-yard mark over the next two games, consistently undervalued by DraftKings. Richard Matthews at 4900 bucks will break the bank, Chris Hogan, you fuck you. White guy with a motor, 4,200 at home against the Jets. As with all Patriot offensive players not named Tom Brady, you never know. But Tom Brady spreads it around more than Charlie Sheen, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. The Jets have the worst pass defense in the NFL, so Chris Hogan at 4,200 is a high-value play. My tight ends are Ryan Griffin of the Texans, 3,300 at home against the Bengals. If the Polish Prince... C.J. Fedorowicz, we've come so far with your last name. So proud of myself. If he's out again, Griffin is a great bargain. He's 6'6", 265 pounds of good loving. He had eight catches for 85 yards last week. Jason Witten, 3,400 at home against the Lions. First off, I want to congratulate Witten. Witten passed Terrell Owens for seventh on the NFL's all-time reception list with 1,079 catches. The Lions' defense gives up an average of nine points to opposing tight ends. The defense I'm going with this week, the Bengals against the Texans, 3200 bucks. Tom Savage, we're going to see if you're a savage, okay? He's going to be making his first career start for the Texans, so the Bengals will be pressing him and bringing the pressure all night, okay? That's how you break the bank on DraftKings this week. I'm going to give special shout-outs to those who beat me 
And to those who I beat on DraftKings, here's who I beat you, fucks you. Donnie Wall Street. Huh. Dingo can't dance, really? I danced on that ass real proper. Freckle face fuck. Gotcha. Trivia Craig, filthy Frankster, fat guy nap. Charles 52, Casey Mac 713, Chewy Nuts, and Rapper Chicks. Crack that ass real proper. Here's the guys who beat me. Vermont Rapper Pack, you fuck you. Dirty O's, Fluffy John, Trobin, Trojan Man, Dick Kebab. Something uh, satisfying about losing to Dick Kebab. Big Creamer, no Bruno. Big Creamer, your name should be Big Creamer, no Bruno. Okay, you got me. I'll be back for you. You fuck you. Rage Cage 23, Sir Brian Doyle, Angry Elf, In Too Deep, no Bruno. There you go. And T Money 123, you Snapchatting fuck you. I'm going to mark these names down. The names I, I'm going to mark my, I'm going to give all you guys a special sauce this week. Vermont, Rap-A-Pack, and so on and so on. Okay? I'm coming, I'm, I'm coming back like I'm revenging my brother's death this week. And now I'm going to give a quick update for the Rap-A-Pack League, the most corrupt league in fantasy football. This week in the semifinals, Mr. Morris against Anthony Hubert. And no Bruno versus the Stickman. Four teams left. Okay? I'm taking bribes. Who knows? A player might just wind up on waivers. The most corrupt league in fantasy football. Good luck. The winner gets a customized ring from officialfantasyrings.com and and a soft-ass t-shirt of your choice. Okay? Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter Instagram or Facebook if you need help with your lineups I will do what I can do just know that whoever plays me at DraftKings heads up I'm coming to ruin your fucking Christmas okay I'm looking to ruin holidays I'm the fucking Grinch of fantasy football also we're going to be getting into NBA more heavily so keep an eye out for tournaments I post this has been episode 243, a very, very, very special mashup episode of the Iron Rap Port Stereo Podcast. We don't fact check. We don't stat check. Good luck this weekend. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays from all of us at the Iron Rap Port Stereo Podcast. <laughs>